Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Benners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Swallower, Chris Swallow. To be more like Chris, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. If you're feeling low, the Joe Marler Show will give you things to talk about. If you're feeling down, then the bearded clown will give you things to talk about. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Joe Marler and this is Tom Fordyce. Nice to see you, Joe. Your legs are out as usual, lacking scars. What do you mean? Well, all right, you've got a lot of scars, but there's no fresh wounds. No, there's a couple of bruises. Still got that, that spot problem. Where's, what's that from? I think it's called folliculitis. Tell me more. It's where more than one hair grows out of the same follicle. Is it? And they get trapped and cause these spots. Double follicle issue? Sometimes treble. What? Yeah, sometimes you've got three trebles. hairs in... You take my troubles away. You take my worries away. <laughs> what Name can the film. This? Braveheart. Dear John, dickhead, when do you hear, ever hear a song in Braveheart? It's your favourite film. <laughs> what can we do about your legs? Are you uh, trying to pumice stone? Doctor said I could go on antibiotics for six months. It's a long time. Well, I, was, I wasn't really up for that. You're he a beef said, cow. Are you that bothered about them? I They're went, quite extensive around your groin, though, because you're lifting your short. They are. I'm not. In, I don't really. I don't think I've ever looked it up. It's definitely a skin condition. It's not contagious, so don't shit yourself. But um, does it? Is it just the leg or upper body as well? It's just my legs. It's just my quads. Very, really weird. I've had it all my life. I've never really shared mm. this with anyone. Actually, that, how the fuck do you do this? <laughs> how do you manage any, to do that? Does what? anyone else you know struggle with the same condition? No. This has become quite heartbreaking to me, Joe. Has it? Well, not heartbreaking, I'm exaggerating. Heart- it doesn't really bad. bother me. Like, they're just... It just means I've got fucking rank-looking legs. But <laughs> I think we need to move on from my legs and discuss our guest just briefly before he gets here. Um, first of all, we need to keep him anonymous. Yeah. He's asked to be kept anonymous. Mm. He's a postal worker. You've said the word anonymous twice correctly in a row and I'm blown away. So am I. <laughs> uh, so am I. Because all the other times I've said it really badly. You just you just committed to it and it happened. It worked. Okay, if, you d- if I don't think about shit, it happens. Say it again. Anonymous. Oh, you've nailed it. Anonymous. You're never going back. Anomaly. Oh. Oh. I was testing myself. Androgynous. Fucking hell. Where's Tyrannosaurus. The, where's the real Joe Marler? penis <laughs> there he is back to our guest back to our guest he wants to be anonymous and again again so we're going to come up with a, a different name for him mm. but ryan our lovely wonderful producer who's got fantastic hair actually he's he's had a haircut as well ryan you look fantastic what a lovely new he looks great doesn't he 
It's all right, then. <laughs> all right, okay, fine. Right. Back to our guest. Ryan has informed us he's been communicating with our anonymous guest. Fucking hell, showboating. <laughs> Enough now. And these are the exchanges of messages between them. Hey, mate, just checking all good for tomorrow. Did you get the train tickets on email, okay? That was Ryan. Mm. Yes, mate, definitely on for tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Silly question, I know, but do I get to meet Joe and Tom? <laughs> <laughs> to which Ryan went, ah, of course you do. You're recording the podcast with them. Aggressive from Ryan. <laughs> and he replied, yeah, I thought that was a silly one. <laughs> Ryan put... Silly, but made me chuckle. Would be very disappointing podcast if you turned up and it was just me there. Oh, don't put yourself down like that, Ryan. Although he has a point. And it would it be does different, a yeah. really big point, actually. It doesn't make... It just... that I'm looking forward to sitting talking to our anonymous guest because Again. that's a great start to it. Well, if you enjoyed it too and you'd like to support the show you're currently listening to, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon. For just a pound a week, you can get bonus content... Add free longer episodes, and at the very same time, Joe, you will be... It's a pound a week. I know. I, I mean, I'm probably biased, but that sounds quite reasonable. And at the same time, Joe, apart from things mentioned, they're also... They'll be growing the show exactly. just, just for a pound a week. That's extraordinary, isn't it? It's crazy. You can also, Joe, listen to the show ad-free... No ads. On Amazon Music. Amazon Music. If you would like to come and watch the Joe Marler Show live, you can still buy tickets to our live tour later this year. Only, only, only for a short period, though. Why? Because they are selling like hotcakes. Why are you complicating everything I'm trying to read? <laughs> Sometimes I just think we're too... Prescriptive? Yeah. And I don't mean going to the pharmacy. Ryan, take that on board for next week. In the meantime, click the link in the episode description if or you would don't. like... <sighs> or search for the Joe Marley Show live tour. Okay. Let's get our beloved anonymous guest on. <laughs> you can never again say that word. You've burnt through it. Too much? you ruined it. You okay. need to keep some back. Well, maybe next time someone wants to keep their anonymity. <laughs> oh, I know! <laughs> Let's get them on. Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black and white cat dun, dun, Early dun. in the morning When the day is dawning He's gonna deliver your... Uh, Pat feels he's a really lucky man And what about the cat? Jess You know her name? Everyone has Jess the cat I thought it was just called The Cat The Cat Well, the song goes Postman Pat Postman Pat and his black and white cat So Jess. there you go doesn't go, Jess. <laughs> Do you want to say hello to our guest? Well, that's why I started off with the Postman Pat song, because our guest today is a postal worker, but we need to talk about his name, because I've got Carl written down here, <laughs> which isn't his real it's name. It's not his real name. I know, his, I know your real name. I think this is the longest we've ever gone in an episode without letting our guests but it's speak to a single Carl word. Carl or Pat or... Since, mm. since, since, since you've sang, yeah. do you want to go with Pat since we've, we've started that No, no, way? it's not what we want, it's what you want. Call me what you want, I've been called all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, we going to... I'm happy on? with Pat. Pat are works you? with me, yeah. You, yeah, it's too obvious. We haven't had a Pat on the show, I don't think. Okay, today's guest is called Pat, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a postal worker. It's post-person with driving. That's what they advertise the jobs as, post-person with driving. You've got to drive these days. Oh. Right, okay, so today's episode's about a post-person with a licence. Do you have to have a licence? I guess you do. If you... Driving licence would be oh, ideal. That would be good. Um, Although welcome. Postman Pat would be an awful postman. Why? It's round, it's tiny, you'd never get away with it. How long would his, would his round take, do you think, in real times? You wouldn't stop and talk and help with the people's issues like he does, that's for sure. You wouldn't <gasps> get your round done. Oh, right, you're, you're cutthroat, are you? You're not necessarily cutthroat. I've been in situations where I've helped people, but you mm. don't have a lot of time. <laughs> also, he's Someone's got a massive nose. Someone's on the floor. Pat, pat on the back, he'd be all right. He goes, fuck, I've really got... Look, are you... Are you all right? Um, oh, also, you got to think, fuck. if you're on a walk and you've got your, your, your partner, they might be waiting for you. 
So you've got that's the second pressure. It's not just a single round. Rounds go out, most rounds go out in pairs. Right. So let me get into this. How early do you actually have to start work? Depends what part you're doing. So you've got people starting at different times. So you've got the people that will come in, and you've got the parcel sorters. They'll normally start. At, depends how busy your office is as well. So like they can come in at like four, five in the morning. <sighs> And you've got people that will sort out what's called the IPS, which is the mail that comes in and it's in no order whatsoever. So they'll be sorting it out into the routes. They come in early as well. And then you've got people like me, which have a lovely term. We're called floaters. And what do the floaters do? Get treated like a bit of shit and moved all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a set round. It can take years to get around. Why? It's just the way it's been, apparently. What like, do you mean? Hang on. What do you mean you don't have a set round? I get moved to different rounds. So each round has a number, usually. So, like, I know more of the office I'm in than people that have been there 20 years. I know more routes than they do. The route master. I know at least, I'd probably say about 20, 25 routes. This sounds so much more political than I thought. Oh, there's it a was lot of politics. Be. So you don't have a set. So say like let's let's say um, where do you live, Tom? Nutsford. Mm. What's your thing called? My what? Like uh, the street. <laughs> like what's the area called? Nutsford. Oh, okay. Is that quite big or is there a smaller Not that big. bit? In it's Nutsford? just Nutsford. It's Nutsford mm. then. You know Nutsford, do you? Never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I don't know. That's yeah. miles from where Pat works. How do you know? Because I know where he lives. Fucking hell, that's yeah. a bit dark. Wow. Well. Funny story about that statement. I have been told about a postman who actually said that to a person at their door. I know where you live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so it goes along the response would be, yeah, I should fucking hope so. You so, deliver shit no, no, to no. me. The best part is like, so the, it goes along the lines <laughs> of like, he's basically saying, don't piss off your postman. Um, oh. And he's, oh, why? What are you going to do? The bloke says, oh, why? What are you going to do about it? And the postman goes, oh, I know where you live. And I kid you not, the person said, how? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> So you so, come like, into so, work yeah. in the morning. I know what I'm doing the week, like the week or two weeks before. I know what routes I'll be on, but that can still change if people are off sick and it's like, oh, someone doesn't know that route. He knows that route. Off you twaddle. Like so literally you, some, some mornings you can come in, you'll look at the board and that's the route you're on. You don't know. Right. How many houses per round slash route? Again, it varies. So like if you're on a rural route, which is a lot more driving, you're out in the sticks a little bit, you'll have less houses. But if you get to the busier ones, especially with, like the new builds they're doing these days, you can have anywhere up to a thousand houses on, on a route. And then you can have two routes to get two rounds together. You know you mentioned um knowing more routes than other people. Like that's how you yeah. work or you're meant to work your way up, you know more and you get an opportunity. Why can't you just use Waze or Google Maps? Because they won't necessarily take you on what would be the most efficient walk. Right. So it's not necessary. If you've got like street A and street B and street C, it might not necessarily be the easiest way to do your mail by doing A, then B, then C. You might do a bit of A going into a bit of C going into B. Local knowledge, Joe. That's what I'm hearing here. I've had routes where literally you'll be walking and one side of the street is one street and then the other side of the street is another street. So you've got to be really careful as well where you're delivering. You've got to pay attention to what you're doing. So you'll do like three or four houses here, cross over, three or four houses there, cross over. Joe, I think we need to here get into the dream setup for a postman. So, Pat, are we talking doomsday scenario, block of flats, where you might be going up and down flats, doomsday scenario, massive houses with massive drives, or doomsday scenario, aggressive attack dogs? (laughs) Do you know what, flats? You might have a bag that's like 15 kilos of parcels and all that mail. And like, let's face it, you're not going to be using the lift because you go, you're pretty much going to doors. You are going up and downstairs. And then who's to say you've not got a big parcel which ain't fitting in your bag. You then have to go back to your van and potentially carry that up as well. Why is your bag always on the side? Why don't you like wear a rucksack? Like surely a rucksack. I need you to get. Help. I need you to get a rucksack. Go for a walk and then get to doors and then reach in for the parcel that you want. Bear in mind, you've got time scales oh, to yeah. work, see. Oh, you have to do it in a certain amount of time. Got to start and finish times. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. It depends. Like you can, if you don't think you're going to finish on time, you can speak to your manager. If there's overtime, you can crack on and keep on going. So you have targets that you have to hit. Yeah. You have to finish in that certain yeah, time. Yeah, it's like after, obviously, like there's been a lot of strikes recently. After all the strikes that we had, we were struggling to clear. And I know like, a few people in our office, some people, like they went out, they left the office about nine, half nine, and they got back to the office about six, half six in the evening. Because, like, that's how long it took them to clear after 
after like strikes. Like for example, like you have trays of what's called mech, which is where your mail's in order when you're sorting it in the morning. Wednesday's our busy day. Um, why? People order shit at the weekend. It comes in for Wednesday. Fair enough. I'm just trying to. Why do people order shit at weekends? Drunk. What? Come on. You've, you've gone you, with drunk. You've ordered things drunk many a time. The nine paddling pools we've referred to in the past. Yeah, but that's like every day of the week. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I think, though, Joe, the, albeit the backpack has been rubbish by Pat, and I understand why, but every time I see a postman, Joe, he's got his bag, a heavy bag, on one side. I'm seeing severe back issues when I see that. So the Royal Mail say it shouldn't be more than what you can carry comfortably, but it's more efficient to get your parcels from the bag than it is to drive afterwards. So you don't want to do your street and then come back to the van and just do parcels. It takes a, it takes a lot of time actually driving to a house to do a par- just just do a parcel. It, it's easier if it's in the bag. What side do you favour, Pat? It depends. I have double bagged myself for now. Mm. So double bagged. Yeah. Makes so sense I've, to me. After, again, like after all, like the, the strike and Christmas and everything, I had to double bag myself to do a street. <laughs> like, I, like a camel. Pretty much, yeah. I'd more say of a donkey, to be honest. <laughs> okay. So I had six bundles of mail. Each bundle was probably... You're going to your left hip here. Yeah, that's like, so that, that's my mail hip. I'm going to double okay, back, double yeah. back myself. That's my mail hip. That's my parcel. Then I had parcels, parcels right on the side. right. Yeah. Right. Nice setup. Do you know what I uh, think would be more efficient? Have you ever seen those like American popcorn sellers at stadiums? Like a tray? Like, but then much you like the tray. Then right. <laughs> But then rather than spreading the weight on your shoulders, you've just got something to put it on your neck instead. We've got trolleys. Yeah, why don't you use a trolley? <sighs> they're more hassle than they're worth, I'm honest. Like, so when you get out of the van, you've got to set them up. And yeah. also, if you're walking down a drive, you don't want to take these trolleys on gravel because they... The wheels look quite shit. The trolleys can be quite shit. So you've got to set them up. You then put your bags on them. But every time you stop, you've got to make sure your brake's on. <laughs> Otherwise, that's, that's off. See this bag of it, posts. Just so you've got you've got different thing. trolleys as well. So you've got your like your typical little sack trucky one, which is the one on two wheels. You can get two bags on that, or you've got your big old trolley where it's got like the big compartment yeah, for nice. parcels and then like your other bits for mail. But again, if you use that and you're walking up a drive, you've got to stop, brake, lock it. Lock it? Yeah. People nick post. If they've got the chance to, yeah. Would you nick any post? We, why, if, why would someone as a, nick as a post? postman, when you take a letter, you can feel which ones have like credit cards and stuff in them. Oh, yeah. it yeah. sounds like you've um, <clears throat> maybe felt what ones have got credit cards. You just have to, like, I, I favour the old fold before I post because I find it easy to get through a letterbox. So, like, when you're doing that, you can normally feel what's in there. I don't fold people's cards. I probably should mention that. Like, your birthday cards, just, like, no, I don't do that. I try and get that all in one go. You fold people's post? Yeah. Why? Because it's easy to get through a letterbox. But if you're posting my letter... Folded and I get that through my letterbox. Have I got a letterbox? Yeah, through my letterbox and it's folded. I go, fucking hell, who's folded my letter? Postman. And then obviously it's you. But then I go, <laughs> why couldn't you just do it unfolded? I just find it. I find it easier. Like you know, when you have got a bit of paper and it's all floppy. Yes. It's so much easier. Here's a bit of paper. So this is this is my this is my letter. Would you like my hands to make an aperture for you? A what? An aperture. That's a big letterbox. An aperture. Oh, okay. So also you've got to remember you got your bristles in the letterbox as well. So little bit of paper. I've got no be... bristles. I'm going to do some bristles with my finger. You've got a lovely Joe. box, Joe. <laughs> Come on, Joe. You um. You have Can to you ma- open your aperture, please, before I sing a soliloquy? So imagine. Look, see. Straight... Imagine you're pushing something floppy into a hole, Joe. No, you're being difficult. <laughs> for being difficult now. <laughs> but, but, okay, yeah, so that's right. taken a few seconds. Let's but now imagine it. that. Imagine how long that is at like. 700 houses. That's a lot of time you've lost. Let's say you've come to my house to post it um, bent, obviously, because you fuck up my letters, apparently. No, I'm joking. I have been told off. Uh, okay, so you're coming to my, my house, but at the same time I've come out, uh, I don't know, just out of coincidence, and I've gone, oh, hi, Pat, and I'm there for you to hand me the, the letters. Would you stop for a bit of friendly chat or not bother? Yeah, yeah. I, I I am very much, if someone talks to me, I'll talk to them. Let's do this then. Joe, you have, you're just wearing a pair of shorts. You've been in the gym. You've got a cap on your head. You're also particularly looking forward. You've been quite anxious because at the weekend you got drunk and you ordered something. It's now Friday. Since Wednesday, you've been very, very stressed. Mm. Fuck, it's my parcel. Mm. Okay, go. Bing bong. All right, mate. All right, mate, I got a parcel for you. Cool. Uh, how big is it? That big. 
Uh, cool. Do you, do, you want to, do you want me to open the gate so you can come in, or are you going to lob it over the fence like you usually do? <laughs> Mate, if you want me to come see the door, I'll come see the door. Okay, just give us a second. I've yeah. got to um, wipe up. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Is that the gate? That's the gate code, okay, yeah. but I'm worried that it'll give away the number. 4268. <gasps> How how far is the gate to the door? Because this is the point where if like if it's a long enough way, you'd probably drive it. No, 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 it's it's close. Hello, Pat. How are you? Good, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks for that. No um, worries. See if it's tracked at this point, I'd have to take a photo of it as well. With me holding it. Yeah, but I can't have your face. Can't have my face. Can't have his face. What's the point then? What's GDPR. We're not allowed to take photos of anyone's face. But you could have given it the wrong person. You'd have to recognise Joe by his hands. The um the things we take pictures of they ping the location of where we've so every time we take every time we scan something that pings it to the system so we know where we've scanned it. Okay, a bit of a long-winded chat, Pat. I just wanted to see if you were right. I didn't want the whole GDPR bollocks. <laughs> I've got things to do. No. Um. Okay. Let's go with I'm not there and I need it left in a safe place. I've it, put that in a thingy. Where? Like, so if you've put on like when you get a parcel, like you get the little notification, it's out of delivery. You have the option to go on and tell us your safe space. Yeah. So if you've told us where your safe space is, cracking, we'll pop it there for you. Um, if not, there's a variety of things we might use. Basically, our biggest thing is, is it safe, is it secure? So like bin cupboards are quite good ones because mm. you can whack them in, no one can see it. Push safe place, take a photo of it, write a card, pop that through your letterbox, tell you where I've left it. If it's going to be a nice day and you're 100% sure it's a nice day, if that back gate is locked, pop it over the back gate unless it says fragile. Again, like some people have enclosed porches. They'll leave the front door open, the second door's locked, and they're like, yeah, we'll pop it. Love an enclosed porch. Brilliant. Some posties like to use bins. What? Put it in the bin? I've had an issue with this, Joe. You've got to be be careful. A, you don't want to be putting it in a bin where there's something open. You've you've just wanged someone's parcel into like whatever's in there. Mm. Also, you need to know your bin days. I've made this mistake. Popped the parcel in, took a photo. You know, thought nothing of it. Few days later, managers come up. Oh, what have you done with this parcel? And I said, Well, I've done this with it. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it was bin day. <sighs> See you later. Something happened to me, Joe. It wasn't just your ordinary average parcel that you weren't bothered about. Go it on. Was, it was a birthday gift. Who was it for? John T. How old's John T? 10? No, it was when he was four. I never, I never found out what it was. What? The bit, Hang the, on, well, you the bought bit, your son. No, a... I didn't get it. His oh. godfather bought it for him. Oh, no. And then. It was a bit <sighs> awkward because we thought the Godfather's forgotten his birthday. And then about a month later, the Godfather's obviously thinking, bit tight, you've not thanked me for that amazing <sighs> gift. And there's been a, an exchange in the lines of, how was Johnny's birthday? And it's been a bit passive-aggressive. Yeah, it's great, thanks. As if to say, where's he present? Taken away in the bin. Never to be seen again. So did you just blag it? Like, yeah, he had, thanks for that. Well, then it came out, didn't it? Turned out it had gone in the bin. So you did get to the bottom of it? <laughs> not really. It's not that complicated story, but it's become so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just concerned. What are the other weird places, Pat, that you uh, have heard of parcels being put? Uh, There's one place where they park around the... Like, they park literally on the corner of the house and, like, the car's normally open, so if they're not in, whack it in their car. (laughs) Um, I know people that have chucked it through an open window. Nice. That's not always ended well. There have been breakages. (gasps) I have actually had to tell someone before I've taken a picture at their doorstop to put their knob away. Put their knob away? Where the fuck has that come from? (laughs) Straight to the knob. Put the knob away. I haven't. I haven't got your package or anything. But can you no, hold no, no, that I've, knob I've had yours? Pa- I've, oh, not his package. You've so had to speak. his I've package. Had, I, yeah, I've had his parcel. Yeah, um, and gone to take a picture at the door, and his dressing gown's opened. Oh. And obviously, you've got to be really careful of your photos because they're on that system for life. And it's like, mate, can you just what's your dressing gown? What's your gut instinct on this? Was it an accidental opening of the dressing gown, or was there some sort of weird peccadillo this geezer had about? I really hope it was accidental. Oh, and in future, he should put it in a box. Package for package. I've got two questions for you, Joe, listening to this chat. Number one, what is your letterbox set up? I've got a letterbox on my gate with a box on the back of it, so it goes in the box. But the door on that box is broke, <laughs> so sometimes it's on and sometimes it's off. So if the gates are shut, they just post it through the letterbox on the gate and it just goes on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, and then the letterbox I've got on the house is blocked with a apron because <laughs> it's it's a bit drafty because it's got no bristles I mm. on it and it's old and a bit gappy. So I just stuffed an apron in it to stop. Did it work? Yeah, it's less drafty. Mm. 
Um, but you can't post anything in it. Okay, Joe, question number two. Who is your most trusted neighbour when the postman can't deliver to your house and they're going to leave you a little piece of paper, a card, saying the parcel is with number uh-uh? Which of your neighbours are you thinking safekeeper? Which of your neighbours do you want nowhere near your post? Well, I've actually specifically put don't deliver to X. Who is it? Just whisper. Mouth the words. Write it down. Not that I know your neighbours. <laughs> it's a bit of a shit go- Oh, surprises me, actually. Quite, she was all right. It's quite common. Is it? Yeah, quite common. With her? <laughs> yeah, just her specifically. She, no, they. With they. With they. Oh, you've given it away. Right, put down the one you trust. But even this one doesn't. Classic name. Of course you trust them. No, because we met them on, like, the first day yeah. of moving in. And they were like, oh, hi, yeah, we met in the garden. Yeah, yeah how you doing? I was like, okay, yeah, what's your story? He was like, yeah, I used to be this. And and then I moved down here and we don't really have much contact with anyone. We like to keep ourselves to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So he set his stool out early doors. Yeah, we, we I'd say we've spoken like three times in the six years we've lived there. But he will take your po- they will take your post in? No. Why have you put him down? Them down as the person to take your post in then? Because I don't like the other one. <laughs> to be and fair, like you're knocking some to, doors and they're like, I'm not taking it. What? No, don't I'm want responsibility. Take, I'm yeah, people don't want responsibility, or or I don't get on with them. I don't like them. So what? Let's say Tom is my trusted uh, friend mm-hmm. to pick up my post. Or no, I'm Tom's trusted friend for you to deliver it to me. Yeah, because he's not in. You've delivered it to me. I go, oh, cheers, mate. And he said, oh, this is for next door. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then I keep it. <laughs> See, there's, again, that So little, what have you done? You've taken a photo and you've scanned I've taken, it. I've put a name. Like, there's, there's three different buttons on the bottom of your thing when you scan an item. There's safe place, customer, or neighbour. So yeah. when you put neighbour, it'll come up, you take a photo, and then it'll be like, oh, can I have a name? So you'll take, if I'm handed to you, I'll ask for your name, and then the house number, and then we go back to the original address and wrote right on the card. Yeah. yeah. Let's go through it. Am I knocking on your door? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, I'm just coming. Hi, Joe, I've got a card I through. I haven't opened the door yet. Oh, hello, Tom. Joe, before we start, your knob sticking out of your dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again. All right, it's my house. I'm allowed to have my knob out. What do you want? I've had a parcel uh, delivered, Joe. I believe you have taken it in for me. No. But it was a dressing gown and you're wearing it. I bought this one. doesn't even fit you. Look, the sleeves are halfway with massive biceps. I bought an extra small dressing ground ground because I like to, when my wife goes out to work, I like to walk around the house with my dick out <laughs> and putting it in, in a really mini, miniature dressing gown. <laughs> you know, Joe, that the dressing gown that I ordered was monogrammed. The dressing gown you're wearing has got a TF just where your left nipple would be. Has it? Yeah, look. It's got a JF. <laughs> You've just put that on there in pen. Who's the F anyway? Joe Foreskin. <laughs> Joe's Foreskin. Can you fuck off out my house now? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you your dressing gown later, you weirdo. <laughs> anyway, Pat, why, why are you standing here watching us argue over this with our knobs out? I haven't got my knob out. Why haven't you got yours out? Because I'm not a knob out person like you are. Right, okay. Also, I've had Look to me walk in the eye and tell me you've never had your knob out. In what circumstances? Just any. Well, clearly I've had my knob out. There you go then, so you are a knob out guy. Do you have an air break? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favourite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behaviour creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Right, those were the adverts. Now, I mentioned earlier that the stereotype of a postperson seems to have changed. But does that include the uniform as well? 
my stereotype of a posty uniform, blue shirt, buttoned, shorts, socks, decent pair of footwear, like walking boot style. Yeah. Most posties, are, it's either a cap or they're bald. Is it like the army, you have to shave your head? No, no, no. Very much depends. Like, you get the option of, like, the blue button shirts, or you can have what I favour, the red the red polo, long sleeve or short. Oh, yes, the red polo. Mm. Then you've got the, the gilet or the oh. long sleeve fleece. Oh. It depends, like, your trousers or shorts as well. Um, I've ne- have you ever seen a postie with a pair of trousers on? I don't think I have. Even in the I've winter. I've worn them every now and then. It very much depends on the weather, though. Like, if it's pissing it down, you're going to want shorts. you got to remember as well, it's all weathers we go out in, so it's not just the shit weather. Like, during that heat wave and everything else, you can have your post to be out in that. What's the best shoe to wear, in your experience? Not the Royal Mail ones. So, <gasps> um, right, you're an anonymous. They don't last. They, I found they don't last. Like, you'll be walking... And like after a while, like you know, the inner soul will just go, and it'll be like walking on like concrete sometimes. So I tend to buy my own. I have two sets of footwear. I have the walking shoe for when it's going to be wet, cold, and then when it starts getting nice weather, I'll go for the comfy trainer. Don't have you ever them. slipped? No. Oh, a hundred times. Oh, I haven't got on my ass yet. No, nearly. Um, Is it one of those moments where you slip and then you look around to see if anyone's seen it. you? A little bit. Especially ring doorbells these days, like you get caught doing all sorts. Um, ice is a good one as well. I'm pretty sure I've been caught on a ring doorbell where the van has slipped. So we like parked to do a parcel, you get out, oh, you do that house, I'll do this house, so off we go. And then like you've got the handbrake on, you're in gear, the van has started slipping. So this is the best part is the van, my side door doesn't work, so you have to you can only open that side from the from the inside. <laughs> So for whatever reason, my my idea is I know I'll grab the wing mirror. That'll stop this. Sort yeah. of, the, that'll stop this van That's moving. That's how strong I am. Yep. And then the other guy has to dive in and put his foot on the brake. And yeah, thankfully that was it. The van only sort of shifted about a meter or two. But there have been incidences where they've just carried on going. Have you ever been caught doing anything else on ring doorbells? Do you look at ring doorbells now, going, "Fucking hell, you've ruined the fun I, knock, I used to have on." I knock the door first because oh, ring doorbells are, are great. Yeah. If they're answered, mm-hmm. if that, they hang work. on your eyes. That's a pet peeve, is it? Yeah, it's like people if you've got a ring doorbell. The idea of it is you can go to your phone, you can answer. I get people working everything, but as I said, like when you've got a busy old route, you can be sitting there waiting for ages. Also, if you, if they've got shit signal on their end, you get that. I think my postie hates me because I put a ring doorbell up. Just the one. It's not like a ring. It's a cheaper version. And it's wireless and battery thing, so you have to charge it every three months or whatever. Can't be asked. I've just never charged it. I just keep it up as a, a security thing. You know, like, oh, I've got a camera at the front of my gate sort of thing. Never works. I've never answered it. And now you're looking at me as if, like, you're a piece of shit. You're nah, it's, it's, sort of it, guy it, it's one of them. It's just, it, it can be a pain because you'll ring this doorbell when you'll be standing there for ages. And then that's it. No one answers. And you're like, great. You feel the pain there, Joe, can't I you? I do, yeah. Like it, and I've, I'm I've starting got... to feel it. Uh, starting to see it from your side of things now. I used to be quite selfish in like, where the fuck's on my post? And you lot are being dicks by taking it back to your workshop and that, and then, <laughs> don't know, just hiding it from me. Joe, what is the best letter you've ever received? Uh, tax rebate. thought it might be something a little bit more evocative, like a romantic thing or... A... No? Me and my wife used to send naked pictures on email. <laughs> on email? Well, we didn't want the posties, like, <laughs> looking at the print-offs. Did you have smartphones at this point? Yeah, but they were, like, old shit ones, yeah. not, like, picture ones. So you'd have to get... You, you were taking the picture, what, with a camera, and then uploading it to the email? Or yeah, using... like, on the scanner. Yeah. Sometimes I'd fax over... <laughs> How the fuck you've managed me to say that out What there? subject line would you use in the email? Hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and would you send it as an attachment or would it just appear? Poosh? No, I didn't know how to do it back then. So I'd just put it in the email. Yeah. I'd do the copy and paste into the thing rather than attach it. And then I'd do loads of different font, like, <laughs> so and, and different size. I'll get some of them up, I'll show Could you. Could you? Yeah. You know, it'd be smaller. And then uh, there was this one time that I <laughs> did the whole thing. I typed out this, like, love note and what I'd like to do to you in a kind way and then made it all white (laughs) font. 
So then they just got, she just got a, bla- a blank email or thought it was a blank email. <laughs> and I'd send it when she used to be at work. <laughs> and then she's like, you just sent me an email that's got nothing on it. I went, really? <laughs> Think outside the box here. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, just highlight it all. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite font to use? Times New Roman or Comic Sans? Comic yeah. Sans, was classic, because yeah. that was my age demographic at school. That was always our Comic Sans. Um, <laughs> Times New Roman always seemed a bit more... A bit formal? Too formal. Mm. I quite like the aerial block. Just goes straight it's forward. It's shouty, isn't it? Yeah, but... It's for the, the things point. you were saying it's, yeah the things I was, I was like here's my dick and then like there's a picture of it uh, flaccid <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a disappointing answer to best letter um, ever received best parcel Joe is there a parcel from your past we opened it Joe Marley think, mm, not expecting a parcel and you open it <gasps> I got a parcel it was a shoebox that was wrapped in gaffer tape black mm. gaffer tape and then like an A4 thing with my address on it and I was like what the fuck I haven't ordered any of that open it up and then it's like this wooden block with like a green thing on it I didn't know what that was and then this other section of the box I opened up and it was like this foam bit shaped like a big fuck off knife and then I opened up the foam and then there was this big fuck off knife underneath it and someone had made me a knife (laughs) and personalised it and then sent it to me of which I was like was there a note yeah it was a card saying here's a gift I'm a big rugby fan and did it in Harlequin's colours I'm a knife specialist maker called Tate Blades and it's the fucking best thing I've ever been given I've used it yeah it's incredible it's this knife it's wonderful but I've no idea how he got my address And he had his address on it, so it was a little bit scary to begin with. But then once I saw that it was this really nice knife... Did you reply? Yeah. I said, thanks. Nice. Well, that wraps that story up. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the following exceptional people. Amazing Gracie Bucknell. Paul, the grass is always greener. The Orient, the Enlightened. Under the Sea, Sebastian Sloshki. Alan, the Burj Khalifa... Duke, Rupert, Ellingham, Bob Hope and Glory, Hallelujah, it's Josh Buckley, Dave Southworth, Marla Harrington-Smith and Litchie, take that James Barlow, Marvellous Maggie Vidovitz, James Thorpe Park and a rose between crisp pals of thorn. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content and grow the show today. How do you protect yourself from dogs? Like, are they surely the biggest issue for a postie? Like, fuck off German Shepherd chasing you down the, the path. It's not the big ones, actually. I find nine out of ten times the little fuckers. Is it? Yeah. Only, like, very, very rarely do I have a big dog that's not very nice. I have had a couple of occasions, like, I've done a route. I've, it's one of those houses where you walk through the big back gate because they haven't really got like a front and a back garden, it's all in one place. So mm. I open the, open the gate, go to walk in, deliver this parcel. Fuck off, dog comes running out. <gasps> it's clearly not friendly. Parcel goes down, close gate, see you later. Shitting myself. Um, and then only <laughs> afterwards did I explain to like the partner out on route, oh, this just happened. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the back door's open, they just, just put the parcel down and go. Probably should have told me that beforehand. But yeah, most bites I found from little dogs. Most bites, this has happened a lot of times then. So you get bitten. Posts have been bitten, yeah? Putting your hand in the letterbox yeah. or like... I hate to state the obvious here, Pat. Don't put your hand in the letterbox. But you want to make sure that that letter goes all the way through. If you've got an awkward post box where sometimes it gets caught on the inside and bends upwards, yeah. you might have to push it through a bit more. And then that's when the little fuckers nip you. What about your vans then? Is it is it your bog standard van? Like any same van you see or... Is there some sort of James Bond shit going on in there? Variety of vans, really. So you've got from the like, the small little combo vans mm. to like the big, not quite Ford Transit, but you've got some big vans. Like It varies. Like you'd, you'd think actually the route with the most parcels would get the bigger van, but it doesn't always happen. Have you got any cool shit in there? Or is it... You got no cool shit in the front of your van. There's vans that the fucking door don't open from the outside. Yeah, They're not spending shit on the inside. What about the back? Like, uh, is it like most builders or 
workmen or contractors that I see you with their vans, they've got different shelves and sections, no. or do you just fuck it all in the back? All in the back. Why don't you just put in a shelf with some cubby holes? So then and you turn the corner and it all comes out of the shelf and it's falling from height to break. Oh, so I see I see what you're doing. So you go, well, it's going to end up as a pile of shit anyway, so we might as well start it off as a pile of shit. Well, it's not necessarily... But I, I put my van in such a way that actually my bags are in the order I'll need them and my parcels are in the order that I'll be getting them out. So just talk us through your your order of van, order of back of your van then. So it's a Wednesday, back. so you've got extra parcels. Oh, great. So it's, <laughs> it's not happy about that Small one. lapse in. So you've got your bags at the back. So in order of whatever you need. You might not necessarily have a bag. You might just have a tray with a little bit of mail. It depends how big the walk is. Like That's the other thing. You've got to think about how big the walk is. Do you want a big fuck-off bag for this massive long walk? Probably not. Um, if it's only a small walk, you might try and chuck a bit extra in the bag. And then I always put my parcel at the side door. And then, as I said, I'll have them in the nice little order that I'll need them. So normally I'll do my walk, grab my bag, off I go, parcels and letters from that one, get back to the van, go to the side door, any big parcels I need to do, I'll then go and drive them. I always find there are people that don't organise their vans and it annoys the hell out of me because you're spending your time looking for parcels and I haven't got time for it. I bet you're a legend on family holidays. I bet you pack the boot of your car <laughs> sweet as a nut. I am good at packing spaces. I, need I, can, you... I can look at your shopping on a, on a conveyor belt. I'll tell you how many bags you need. I nice. need you to tell me the truth and it needs to be speed. Like the first thing that comes to your head as soon as I ask you this. Okay. Do you read people's postcards? No. If you were a postie, Tom, and you were delivering a postcard, are you reading that? Yes. <laughs> Every time. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, but that you're not. A, it's not for you. No, but it's open. It's an open letter. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, if it's, it's well, not, it is, isn't it? It's there. It's, it was not addressed to you. If it's private, send the letter. But it is private because it's not for you. Put the postcard in envelope. You've left it open. But that's because it's... Well, so you want people to send a postcard in an envelope? <laughs> no, but you're not going to like... You're not necessarily going to like, oh, hi, yeah, I'm in Marbella, great time, have caught chlamydia. You're not going to whack that on a postcard, <laughs> are you? Although in Marbella it is a live issue, so... I, I think you're out of order, mate. Like that's, I think it's illegal. No, it's illegal to open someone else's post. But you will. You technically you're, not opening you're doing. That. The, but you are. You're opening it with your eyes. <laughs> your eye, are your eyes open? I don't have to be. Yeah, but to be so, fair, I don't have the time to read that postcard. Why are you opening my post? Why are you? Opening I'm not. My I'm just postcard? looking at your postcards. But that's probably, That's. I think that's really disrespectful. It's, listen, it's not the postcards you want to worry about. It's your emails. Do you know what I'm going to start doing with my postcards? I'm going to do it in hidden ink. <laughs> okay? Invisible ink. Invisible ink, so that only my wife can see the cock and balls that I've drawn <laughs> on a postcard from South End. I'm having a lovely time here. What are the other illegal things that happen around the postal service? Is it illegal to do something to a postbox? Yeah. What else gets put in postboxes? Uh, at the moment, it's quite common to find the um, vape, you know, like vape pens, like the ones that are yeah, just disposable them. ones. Yeah, just launch them into- Yeah, crisp packets, sandwich wrappers. You can understand. This. No, it's a bin. Yeah, but you, you can. He's been definitive on that. Look at his face, yeah. Joe. Come on. But you can sort of understand. No. <laughs> but bin. it is a little <laughs> shit home. Yes, but it is similar, although it's painted red. It's quite great and fucking red with a little slot that says, and literally has the Royal Mail, and when we collect it, the other one is a bin. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. I do. So if I came to your house, Mm -hmm. and you had a bin next to your front door, and I put random shit through your letterbox, you'd be okay with that instead of using the bin? I don't think that's a, a fair example or analogy that you've But you wouldn't there. want to deal with someone else's rubbish, but if you put it in a post box... Okay, my first question would be, why are you on my property um, with that rubbish? It's an analogy. Okay. <laughs> but if I'm out and about and there's no bins around... Pocket it. Pocket, and I've got pocketless... Carry it. And I've got four kids... Help get them to help. <laughs> here's kids, here's a great game. Find and then bin. I see this slot of a red... <laughs> thing and it's just a, like a couple of yo-yo fruit things that I've with wrappers. the cards in them yeah, yeah with the cards mm. which could be postcards these little things no no it's the thing is though would you it's... rather it hidden in a post box or just on your street and it neither. looks neither okay. it's not rocket science use a bin <laughs> why is it called royal mail then 
never changed the name. They did try and oh, change yeah. the name a while ago, and the shit that got kicked up. The shit is rebranded. What were ever. they going to rebrand it to? Consignia. That was the pardon. Consignia. Yeah, exactly. Why? What's consignia? Well, it's bollocks. You've got something <laughs> called the it Royal Mail. It translates as bollocks. Yeah. In what language? Everyone in the whole world knows the Royal Mail. Yeah. Why the fuck would they you took, change its name? They yeah, took this let, massive symbol, this British symbol, and changed, like, oh yeah, let's rebrand this. And it went so horrifically, they're like, yep, we'll, we'll put that back. We're not, we are private, it is a private firm now. Who owns it? Various people. I think the biggest share, not the biggest shareholder, but some was one shareholder, is he, is he a, he's in Switzerland or something like that. He's one of the ones that they reckon is going to try and buy it at some point soon. I've heard, Pat, from my postman, who's a legend, by the way, that the sale has led to fundamentally massive stitch-up for most people working for the Royal Mail in terms of more hours, less security of employment. There's a bit of chat I've heard that they want to try and stop the universal delivery of letters that won't go everywhere, yeah. try and make more money out of the parcels. So they want to split it into two, like the rumour is they want to split it into two businesses. So you want a, you want want they want it to be a bit like, you know, you like DPD and Amazon, you got yourself like the van owners who will then go off and do all the parcels, that bit, and then they want the other bit, which is like the letters and stuff like that. So they want to take the big, supposedly it will help us post these by taking the big parcels off us and then they be like, oh, because you, you don't have to do those, you can have a bit more mail. You don't necessarily have enough big parcels where they can start chucking two, three hundred more letters on you, which they do do. So they want to do that, but the thing with that is if you're doing that and you're putting more letters onto people from different streets, that means that the people who might be on those rounds, what are you doing with them? You're asking people to potentially lose their jobs. They've been after it for a while. They want to get rid of Saturday deliveries in terms of letters and they just want parcels on the weekends. And I, from what I understand, they want to change the hours. Most of the time, we finish mid-afternoon. It's great if you've got kids because you can go and pick them up from school. But what the idea might be in future is we'll come in later and then whatever you take out on round, your finish time is when you finish. So then you'll be there all day? Potentially. So it's not going to happen? We're not like... It is going to happen. They want, like, that's Will what, you lot strike? That's what the strikes are over. Like a lot of posters said, we take a smaller pay deal. We're not after the money. We're trying to protect your our time. family life. Yeah. Which makes more sense, yeah. doesn't it? Like, I've got a young daughter. I don't want to get to the stage where... I don't get to spend my afternoons and evenings after school with her. I didn't have a child for someone else to bring them up. Did you strike over the Christmas period? I worked some strike days. I didn't work other strike days. It sort of depends on how I felt at the end of the day. Like everyone else, can't afford to keep on having days off work, which is what we think is what Royal Mail is sort of slightly playing hardball. They keep on saying we can't afford a pay rise, but then they gave out 400, 500 odd million pound in special dividends. I don't know what that is. Basically, because it's a company, people have shares. So for how many shares you have, like let's say, oh, it's a 15p dividend per share. So if you have a thousand shares, you get a thousand 15ps. Which is how much, Tom? Quite a lot of money. But do you know what I mean? You've got people that have got hundreds of thousands of shares. So they're saying they can't afford to give a pay rise, but... They've done that. They're saying they're losing a million pounds a day. And then they've done that. That's mm. why the CEO got called in front of Parliament. He had to explain what's been going on. And then he got called back because he got caught with his pants down because he told some mistruths. Was there, Pat, or will there be a bonfire of stamps after the demise of Queen Elizabeth II? What happens to all those stamps, Joe? <gasps> still got to be used. They'll still be used. Well, they're changing all the stamps anyway, aren't they? So we're going from the standard stamps to ones with barcodes on them. Oh. Because reuse of stamps is a big thing. Because they don't get um, anymore, do they? No. But is that real? You can reuse stamps? We're not it's meant not. To. It's illegal. What? You're paying for postage. Yeah. So that stamp is for postage for said items. So if someone, some people peel them off and use them for well, something not. else. I'm paying for the stamp. That's, that's the postage for said <laughs> thing. So I get that stamp and I go, well, can I have six stamps? And they're yeah. like, yeah, cool. I'm buying the stamp. Yeah. So then if I put that stamp on that that letter, yeah. surely I can just peel that off when I receive that and then put it on another one. So there you go, there's a stamp. You shouldn't though, because what? that that stamp is for postage of an item. Oh, so it's not, you're not, so it's, you're paying for that you're pa- process to be yeah, sent. Yeah, The service. Yeah. Interesting history, in fact, the, uh, is it the Penny Black? That was the first stamp. Yeah. Before then, you didn't have to pay postage. It was the receiver would have to pay. So if I came to your door, oh, here's a letter for you, you owe me this much money. That still happens first. though. 
That's only if the person hasn't paid the right postage. Yeah, I think I had to pay something from FedEx. I've had to do it myself as well. They, they £2.50 like, for a fucking card. No, they were like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking want this card. Can you it open like, it and get your money back if it was shit? No. It was like 15 quid or something because someone hadn't paid enough tax or yeah. thing on it. Went, well, that's not my fault. And they're like, well, you have to do it, otherwise no, we're not giving it to you. I've had that. I've literally had this little card. It's like a little grey card, isn't it? Or you've got to pay before we can send this item. Yeah. Why have I got to pay? Because they've not paid the right So that used to happen all the time, as in that was the... That the going thing was, was going like, thing. I can't remember what date when it was, what year, but at one point it was like you never actually had to pay postage. It was receiver pays upon receipt, and but then it became actually, no, let's... The penny black came out and then you started paying postage. But yeah, they're going to stamps with barcodes on, so now it'll go through the machine and these stamps will be scanned. So you can't and if reuse something, them. Can't reuse them. I think there's only one way to end this show, and it's with a little bit of a sing-song. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat and his black and white cat called Jess. Early in the morning, when the day is dawning, he's going to bring you all your dildos and dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Pat. Thanks. Well, Joe, this is the show that always delivers, and I think we did. <clears throat> Good. Good from you. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't do enough during... I meant to get that one in earlier. Did now. you? I've tried to shoehorn it in but I, too late I would, in the show. I would, have, I would have preferred it if you'd have just maybe signed that and afterwards sealed it, and then maybe it would be delivered. Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm Let's do a quick section on... Songs that got posted. Okay. Return uh, to sender. Stop right there. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Good one. We, yeah, 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 Mr. Postman. Hey, Mr. Postman. No, that's the same see. song. You do yours now. P.S. I love you. I can't get off my high horse and I can't let you go. You are the one, ooh, you are the one who sent me this post. <laughs> You're not having that. Okay. You are not having that. Okay. Uh, I hear the drizzle of the rain. Like memory, memory falls. Where's the post reference? Soft you posted to England. That's <laughs> <laughs> not in that song. Oh, fuck, this is hard. It's your go. No, it's not, because you've had two failures. Oh, have I? Sound sealed, delivered, I'm yours. (laughs) We've had that. I win. If you'd like to support the show, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon for just a pound a week. You can get bonus content, ad-free episodes, and at the very same time... Grow in the show! You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And if you would like to come to our live tour, there are still some tickets available. Click on the link in the episode description or search for the Joe Marler Show live tour. Who have we got on our next episode, Tom? Our next episode, Joe, is about etiquette. Etiquette? Etiquette. That's going to be a bad one for me, isn't it? Potentially, yes. Fuck. I've got my hat on indoors. That's the least of your worries, son. You're not my dad, are you? See you then. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.